Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and today my guest is called David Chen, who is a creative agency director slash entrepreneur. I don't even know where to start talking about what things he does because it seems like you know he's doing a lot of different things and wears different hats and everything. He doesn't even know how to introduce himself. <laughs> Hi, David. Hello. Thank you so much for making the time.、Um, you actually was born in San Diego, yep,、uh, USA, and you've also lived in LA, Los Angeles. But、uh, you decided to come back to Taiwan、uh, without your parents, <laughs> and、um, this was how many years ago now? You told me I've already forgot. Yeah, I moved to Taiwan about ten years ago. Oh, okay, so it's been ten years. Okay, tell us why you want to come back to Taiwan. Now, for one thing. You want to get to know your home country, yeah. right? Yeah,、um, but without your parents, your parents are still in the states. I think most of the time I've heard about why young people move back is because the parents move back and so they move back. But you're here by yourself, and there's a there, I guess there's more than one reason why you wanted to come back. Originally, I loved Taiwan. You know, just visiting. Well, not when I was younger, but I think in my later years, where I'd always come to Taiwan. I have a lot of friends here. Always came here to party. A lot of relatives. Oh no! no oh,、friends. you're talking about later, right? Friends, okay, later. Friends, friends. Yeah, yeah, friends. So it's like I thought, like, okay, could I maybe move to Taiwan, stuff like that? But then I think having been living in the states my whole life, you just think, oh, you can't live anywhere except. America, you know, living standards everywhere is too low. You know, it's like, oh, you can't make money there. But、uh, long story short, when my friend invited me to just like, hey, he was opening a new company and he had some extra office space. He's like, hey, you want to move to Taiwan?、And、I said, oh, okay. So at the time, you already have a business. Otherwise, why would he be inviting you to use his extra office space?、Uh, the way that my business structured is that I have a lot of freelancers. Okay. So,、um, so I don't have a physical office, and then I don't need to physically interact with my clients unless I'm doing something where I'm directing or supervising、uh, some type of film shoot. So I have a lot of freedom to just be where I want to be. I just introduced you as a creative director, and now you're into filming everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the connection there? Well, I mean, what happened? <laughs> it, that's just something that I picked up. In Taiwan, because I think when I was first came here, the what people were filming with this is like、um, they were just filming with like video cameras, like、uh, it was it didn't have a good look. And this is before like people started filming with DSLRs. And then one of my friends,、um, who was the owner of the Loop of、uh, Omni Core Salavie, and these、uh, are like pops and bars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,、um, they were doing a promo video for、um, one of their EDM events because they used to have an annual EDM event. And then I was telling him, "Oh, this is what you need. How you need to film it. This is how it should look." And I was telling him that how the video he was doing was very localized. That anyone outside of Taiwan would be like, "Oh my God, that's it looks like it's from the '80s." The filming part, though, it was totally self-taught. No. Yeah. Yeah. So originally, what it was is that I was telling him how to it should look, and then I was trying to find someone in Taiwan who was able to execute, but there wasn't. So I、no. en- ended up flying a crew from LA to Taiwan to、no. film. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So that was like actually my first thing that I ever directed, 
and then there started having more and more opportunities for um, directing videos and stuff like that. But then it became kind of difficult to always try to find a cameraman or a cameraman wouldn't necessarily have the right equipment or shoot it the way I want. So I started teaching, just picking it up on my own and teaching myself how to, to film. Oh, okay. And then in turn, you taught them yeah. what you learned. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now you have your own crew, sort of? Official crew? or No, just uh, whatever freelancers that are hired. You okay, know, okay. I would just kind of impart on them what, you know, my kind of technical knowledge of yeah. how, to, how, how to get the look that I wanted. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I guess that's kind of related to what you studied in the States, which was like illustration, like drawing and painting and mm-hmm. stuff. So I guess that that helped, right, um, in getting the right look on, you know, on, 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 a, on a shot or or filming and everything. Yeah, the, I think the what I learned in school, like the technical, of course, it's not the same in terms of like the drawing painting skills, but I think it's more of like the conceptual skills and the, um, the visual. visual skills. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what else uh, what else do you do that's related to this creative agency director thing? I mean, there's filming, that's one thing, okay? Mm-hmm. For the company, for the creative agency, we pretty much do anything that's creative or visual. That's very broad, but we do a lot of marketing. I think a lot of it is coming up with uh, concepts for like how to creative, I think it's a matter of how to creatively solve problems. Oh, okay. I remember some time ago, I think I interviewed somebody who said that everything, literally everything in life has to do with design. And that really hit me, you know, and I think that I don't know how many, how long, how many years ago, when everything became like visual, like, you know, um, yeah, it's 40 eyes more so than any other senses. And it's just amazing that it, it, it's true. Everything needs design. I've never realized just how important design is to every, you know, to so many aspects of our life. Can you give an example of some of the projects you've had? Yeah, with we, this business of yours? Let's see. Some of the projects that are noteworthy, we did a marketing campaign for True Yoga for a season. Uh, did a commercial for Asus that did fairly well. Um, did some music videos. Um, I've done a music video for DJ Ray Ray and for mm-hmm. Vanessa. Uh, They're uh, popular DJs in Taiwan. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. just to let our listeners know. And then... Um, Let's see, what else? Did the branding for Core. Mm-hmm, uh, which is another Core. pub? It's like award-winning bar, lounge in Taipei. It's oh. probably the, the most popular one okay. right now. Did the logo for Omni, which is the also another, another. internationally award-winning club in logo. Taipei. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. And also for Raw, which is like, it's a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. It's usually um, rated the number one restaurant in Taipei or in Taiwan. Taiwan, yeah, right, right. By Andre Jiang, as someone I really, really want to meet. Um, I, I truly respect this guy. Well, he started his first uh, restaurant in Singapore, and then now he he's, he's here in Taiwan, you know, to stay. And um, but anyway, so you did um, sort of like filmed him on for a certain project or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. That sounds like a really fun life you have, you yeah, know, just doing all that kind of stuff. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. So it seemed like a very simple reason for you to 
come back to Taiwan was because a friend of yours, you know, said, "Hey, I've got some office space. You want to just move here to Taiwan and you know start and kind of have an office space for your business, which you've been working, you know, pretty much online, you know, no in no need of a、uh, office space, but." There are other things that you had reason for being back here in Taiwan, and you really want to help make a change. Was this idea this developed only after you came back to Taiwan? Like, for example, you were saying like、um, you think that Taiwan is really a land of opportunities, and other things、um, that you think that it's really actually、uh, people are very helpful in getting business started, and even possibly getting government you know support and all that kind of stuff.、Um, Did this all these thoughts develop after you came back to Taiwan? You did have this thought, and that's why you want to come here and make a change. Everything was after, after、okay. the fact. Okay. Yeah, because I think my view of Taiwan prior to coming was very ignorant. It was basically it was very simple. I'm like, I'm just gonna move to Taiwan. I'm gonna just have fun. Have fun. <laughs> enjoy life. Because basically, you know, I still had my U.S. clients, so pretty much every dollar I made was pretty much tripled. You know, in terms of value、mm. in Taiwan, so it's like, oh, I can work less, have better quality of life, and just enjoy life, and、mm. that's pretty much just how it started.、Mm. And I wasn't intending on starting a company here. I I didn't have any grander vision of things, but I think being in Taiwan has really changed my mindset on 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 everything. What happened? Yeah, I I think a lot of it is just the people in Taiwan. I think it's really touched my heart,、mm. you know, because I think one thing in Los Angeles I feel is it's very clickish, it's very superficial. They don't want to know you unless there's something that、Did、you get from you. Yeah,、mm. and then I kind of had that mentality where when I came to Taiwan and there's so many people so friendly,、uh-huh. and then I was just like, oh, what do they want from me? How are they going to use me?、Uh. But then the the thing is, these people are so successful. Is before I didn't think. There was much money or whatever. I didn't think, Ta- but oh my god, Taiwan is there's so many successful people here、mm-hmm. in Taiwan,、um, and so many successful people like just helping out of the goodness of their heart. You、mm-hmm. know, you know, I'd meet somebody and like, oh, what do you do? Oh, you know what, my friend does this. Here, let me connect you guys and see、uh-huh. if you can help each other out. And then, yeah, it took me a little bit, maybe like a year, to get used to this. Like, oh, these people want nothing from me.、Mm-hmm. They're just Very gracious, kind people,、mm. you know. Huh, that's interesting, because、um, you know, of course, foreigners, and we're talking about like foreigners to Taiwan.、Um, they always say that Taiwanese people are just very friendly. You know, if I interview them, you know, what are some of the things you want to say about Taiwan? They say people are just so friendly, and I thought it's just only towards foreigners. You know, in some ways, it's like we、um, adore foreigners. You know, the Taiwanese people, but coming from you. You're just like me, you know, dark-haired. Well, you know, dark-haired and you know, yellow-skinned.、Um, and for you to say that, you know, to find Taiwanese people are just very friendly, kind, gracious, willing to help. Why、well, is that? Wow, that's you know, that says a lot. Well, David, I know that you said earlier that you also say that、um, actually Taiwan is a land of opportunities, which is different from what you've heard other people say about Taiwan. For me, when I first moved to Taiwan, I had no intention of doing any work here. So what it was is like, oh, I'm just gonna live in Taiwan, continue to work with my U.S. clients, and just just enjoy life. But、right. I guess my reputation got around. I started getting a, a project here, project there, and I started getting more and more projects. And then the projects started getting bigger and bigger, 
and then it started getting to a point where some of the projects were getting bigger than my projects in the U.S. Mm. So for me, I was, just came to a point where like, oh, maybe I should maybe take things a little bit more seriously in Taiwan. Oh. And then I opened up a company in Taiwan. And another really great thing is that I got a governmental grant, free money from the government. Wow, how did that come about? I just applied for it. Yeah? Yeah, so Available is really great. Taipei, the, the grant that I got was specifically from the Taipei city government, uh -huh. where any new business within a year can apply for it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it's just basically it's a lot of paperwork, but it's, it's really good is pretty much submitting your business plan, talking about how your business can somehow help the uh, Taipei, whether economically or how people perceive it, or just how does your how does the government helping you with your business help uh -huh. Taipei or Taiwan uh -huh. in, in general? So what was the business plan? Oh, what it was was just kind of like taking my know-how that I've developed in the States and just doing it here, but then the fact that I had a lot of clients from out of Taiwan or just a lot of clients from the States so we can do business here. Because the, th the big thing was at that time uh, in terms of taxation, mm. you know, corporate tax was pretty high. Mm -hmm. So whereas uh, comparatively, Taiwan's corporate tax is really low. So mm. if I have a client, I have a business in the States, I have business in Taiwan, I'll just be, hey, just you know, uh, pay my Taiwanese company. That's really great. You're also telling me earlier that, um, you know, you want to change people's mentality about Taiwan, that it's more than just night markets and, you know, cheap eats. Does this have to do with branding? Yeah, it definitely does. Okay. As I've been here and I, I feel like I've gotten so much from Taiwan and, and, you know, just economically or financially or just lifestyle, everything, just the people, it's like, Taiwan has given me so much that I want to try to give back in some way. Aww. So I think in whatever businesses that I do, I'm trying to, I have certain visions that I'm trying to communicate to help Taiwan in the, in the way that I feel that Taiwan needs to be helped. It's not the first time I've heard someone say that Taiwan needs more branding. So we're going to hear more about that from David Chen next week, as well as this new thing called Gaki Hip that was just recently launched by David Chen and his partner. For In The Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin.